John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. And this is the High Game Podcast, John. Yes, buongiorno, Ed. <laughs> buongiorno, hey. Yeah. Oh, where are we recording from, John? Beautiful West Seattle, Washington. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's nice what out. Do we, what do we talk about here at the High Game Podcast, John? Guitars. Yeah. Italia guitars. Italia guitars. Those are cool. Yeah. Right? I we're, like it when we go over there. We're going back up into the mountains again today. Oh, man. Are we going to fight some fucking fascists? We could if you want. I love doing that. Yeah. I it's my jam. We might not, but oh. we, we might. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. We should never say never. I don't want to do that. We are safely ensconced in the new year, Ed. Oh, my God. It's great, isn't it? It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. When this comes out, we'll be leaving for Nam. Yeah. Today we're going back to Italy, Ed. I love going back to Italy. You like the you Italians? Know I love the Italians. Yeah. Before we go to Italy, yeah, we should talk about stuff. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Fucking things and stuff. Oh my god. That was so good. Oh my god. Oh my god, Ed. <laughs> uh yeah. We're banging these things out like one take Eddie. Yeah, one over take here. One take Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's pretty good. That feels good. That was super good, Ed. Yeah. And uh for those of you not in the know, mm-hmm. that was the theme song from Friends, I'll Be There For You, as performed by the Rembrandts. Songwriter Allie Willis, born 1947. Was she in the Rembrandts? She was not. Okay, what's her deal? She wrote that song. For the Rembrandts? 
Yes. Four friends. Yes. Four friends for the Rembrandt. Yes. Okay. We lost her less than a week ago. Oh, no. She was 72. About a month ago when this comes out. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. Again, with our preparedness. She wrote all kinds of songs for all kinds of people. Okay. The song Boogie Wonderland. Boogie, Boogie Wonderland. Yeah. Like yeah. that? Yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, yeah. Or that song, September. Do you remember? Oh, oh, yeah. Wow, so she's like early on disco queen, and then I don't really picture the friend song as too terribly disco. She did not like performing. Oh, okay. I think she liked writing better. Did she like drinking beverages? Probably. Okay, what kind? Yeah, well, what are we, well, we're going to Italy today. The Italia. The Italia beverages. Yeah. So Ed and I went to our local Italian establishment. Husky Deli. Yes, where they have uh, San Pellegrino beverages. A product of Italy. Yes, they are. That's fantastic. And I got Arancciata Rosa. I got Melagrano Acacia, <laughs> Arancia, Arancia, sparkling pomegranate and orange beverage with 11% orange juice and 5% pomegranate juice from concentrate with other natural flavors. Pure Italian. <laughs> yeah, like it's like a tracksuit in a can. And then we ran to Uptown Espresso and we got a couple of espressos. Right. <laughs> That was John's San Pellegrino again because he already finished his Uptown Espresso. Why you got to break the third wall? I can't lie to the viewers. (laughs) I'm going to tune this up. This is a Wilson. I had never seen a Wilson guitar before a couple days ago. W-E-L-S-O-N. Doesn't sound particularly Italian. It does not. But guess what? What? It is. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. My next door neighbor, Jake, plays guitar. Ah. We got to talking and he's like, oh, I don't think I've ever shown you this thing. And he goes downstairs and he comes up with this Wilson guitar. And I was like, oh, there's something to this. It's got a vibe to it. Yeah. Jake told me the story. He went into a pawn shop, saw it, and they wanted a little more for it than he had. And he was leaving to go to luthier school. Right. And he's like, I don't need another guitar because I'm going to make guitars. But he just kept thinking about this one. Right. So he went back in and they negotiated it down to far less than what they had on it. So it's like the first in a series of our pawn shop banger guitars. PSBs. Pawn shop bangers. <laughs> How long have you been working on that theme song? <laughs> <laughs> it took a while. You Play can't... it one more time. It sure, was really sure. good. Pawn shop bangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. We want the viewers to have a picture in their head. Oh, yeah. So the picture in your head, viewers, should be of a 335-shaped guitar Mm -hmm. with two pickups. Yep. And the attendant volume and tone controls. Yep, yep, yep. And then all the differences, we'll get into those. Okay. It looks like a 335. Let's just say we're talking about a 335 shape. Yep. Made by our good friends at Wilson. I had never heard of this, so I did just a cursory search, which is about the most research I have ever done for this show. Crazy. I saw a name. Yes. The name was Castel Fidargo. Fidardo. Castel Fidargo? 
Yes, Castel Fidardo. Yeah, the the accordion place. Yes. I got that far into my research and I'm like, ugh, whatever. I I was exhausted by just looking that up. Uh, that's going to tire a dude out. Oh, yeah. Real fast. Okay. Astute viewers will know that we have been to Castel Fidardo before. Sure. When we covered the Giuliani guitars. Giuliani? Not Giuliani. That's the <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> right. Uh, Giulietti. <laughs> I just... I confused the well-made Italian guitars with the decrepit New York douchebag. <laughs> Giulietti. Giulietti. Yeah. Through the ages in the northern mountains of Italy, residents of Castel Fidardo came to be known as premier accordion makers. Right. Uh, to this day, they are considered the best accordion makers in the world. So in the 60s, when so many guitar makers were thinking, we need guitars with lots of bling on them, we need stuff that we can export to the U.S. Who can make these fancy pants guitars? Well, you know, the Castel Fidardo dudes make all those fancy accordions. I'll bet their skills would translate. Yeah. Giulietti Guitars. Giulietti Guitars. Episode 28 of the High Gain Podcast. A deep dive on Castel Fidardo. Uh... <laughs> Castle Embargo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, among all the other people making guitars there mm-hmm. was Orlando Quagliardi. Oh! Yeah, Orlando. Oh! He opens up Wilson Accordion Manufacturing in Castel Fidardo. Do you think that was an Americanization of a name? Like, Gibson. It's also weird because it's not like Wilson. Wilson. You know, so it's... Lost to the sands of time. Oh my goodness. I wish I knew. What's this guy's name? Orlando Quagliardi. What's old Quagmire doing? I gotta guess. We don't pre-dong him. We don't pre-dong. Yeah. But here's the deal. Yeah. He starts his accordion manufacturing in Castel Fidardo in 21. You don't think he's 120 years old? Are we safe? Or coast of Italy? Drinking the wine? Drinking wine, eating a little pasta, maybe having a little fish? He's probably... He's probably fine. I don't want to give my guy a massive pre-dong. Yeah, we don't pre-dong. Yeah. So Orlando sets up his accordion making in 1921. Okay, great. So when that kind of rush to guitars I was telling you about Mm -hmm. happens in the kind of 50s and 60s, he's he's among the first to jump in on that bandwagon. He sees the future. Orlando is thinking, yeah. I'm on this shit. And he started with acoustics. Okay. In the 50s. Great. In 62, he starts in on the electrics. Okay. Quaggly? Quagmire? Mm-hmm. Rocker switches. Yeah, yeah. Glittery bits, painted necks, and purloid coverings on the guitars. They're, they're super duper fancy. I looked up Wilson on the reverb, and there's like maybe 15 Wilson guitars for sale on reverb right now. And there's quite a few of the solid bodies. Of the fancies? The fancy solid bodies with all the switches and shit like that. You know, they're 1200 bucks to oh. almost two grand. Quagmire doesn't mess around. No, you kidding? Old Quags? Yeah, this guy made some cool shit. Unfortunately, the cool shit mm-hmm. didn't last all that long. By the mid-60s, they switch over to mostly sunburst finishes. Oh. Until in the late 60s, they tried their hands at hollow bodies and semi-hollow bodies. And that brings us to this bad boy here. If Harmony's making 10 million guitars, maybe they can get a piece of that. Uh-huh. I think I probably like this better than a Harmony. So it's got real mother of pearl yeah. inlays. I noticed it right away. And it's funny to think, man, why do these inlays look so strange? Yeah. Oh, because they're real. It looks cool. It looks metallic and, yeah, like they steel. Sh- they shine in a way that 
non mother of pearl just doesn't i don't feel like yeah that's great it's got two single coils in it they look like humbuckers but they're not they're single coils and they have uh the pole bangers that are adjustable how many how many pole bangers yeah one for each string on each pickup okay so six for a total of Of 12 12. across the two pickups okay cool you know more for the money 12 pole bangers i love it two volumes two tones like you would expect yep and this really cool rotary tone switch yeah the thing i like about the rotary tone switch are the settings on it yeah this one is three-way and according to this Mm -hmm. you can go from solo oh to sharp oh to what they call wild Whoa. Yeah. If you don't just lock that thing into wild and keep it there, you're doing your shit wrong. Let's see what that even is. Yeah, okay. Don't start us on wild. That's too much. I'm going to go in the middle of the pickups. And that is solo mode. Okay. Now I'm in what they call sharp mode. Yeah. Is that sharper? Distinctly different. Now, wild. Huh. I don't know. Do it again. Hit, hit it right here. This is solo. Solo. It's treblier. No. Let's see if I put the overdrive on. You know what's cool about this? What? The microphonic pickups. Yeah. example is also missing the whammy bar like any good pawn shop banger you've got to be missing some stuff totally got to be missing some stuff no case no tip no whammy bar perfect this one is called the ds2 so named okay. because of its two pickups. Sure. And I should say the rotary switch that yeah. has those three settings. Right. Solo, sharp, and wild. Yep. A little dubious to me, but there is a difference. Oh, totally. There was one that had additional options. Uh-huh. All. Yeah. I don't know what all is, but apparently it's all of it. Yeah. And, Give me all that shit. And, quote, jazz. Oh! So imagine if you had a guitar with a rotary tone switch that said all... Jazz, wild, sharp, and solo. Yeah. How cool would that be? This uh, spaghetti one I'm looking at on the reverb Uh has all, treble, bass treble, mid, bass, and off. No wild? No wild. Ah. These are really cool. The Italians? Yeah. They've got that sense of style. It wouldn't take long for the world to catch on, man. Really? Really? I have never seen one of these before. I know you haven't. When I sent this to you, had you seen one of these? Not a Wilson. Right. They end up making them for Belltone. Okay. Who's that? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Wurlitzer Piano and Organ Company. Oh, okay. You will see some of these that say Wurlitzer on the headstock. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a solid body Wurlitzer guitar. Dynacord. They're out of Germany. And some Vox. Vox, as we've discussed, mostly was made by Echo and Crucianelli. Right. There in Castel Fidardo. Fogargo. Fogargo, yes. Okay. And there was a low-end budget line called Playboy. Oh, cool. Yeah. We should say this thing does not stay in tune too well. Yeah. If you go pick up a pawn shop banger. Yeah. 
PSB. Yeah, when you're looking at it and assessing it, mm-hmm. it's going to need work. Yeah. So keep that in mind when you're figuring out how much you want to pay for it or how much time you want to spend getting it kind of into playing shape. Yep, yep, yep. Get it because you really dig it or it's got a vibe, but just know that you're probably going to need to put the work into it. Yeah. Want to hear something, Ed? I think so. We've got the 1981 DRV pedal that we are using to exhibit the overdriven tone, but I also have a fuzz bite. Oh, okay. A fuzz bite is a clone of the Mose Wright fuzz right pedal. Okay. Of the late 60s. <laughs> I'm going to try to uh, dial this in some. Okay. It's time to verb the noun. Ed. Yeah, you wanna? I got my little yes. word sack. We are here with yeah. our word sacks. Yeah. To help you viewers. Right. We're gonna spend the time that you would normally spend out on the back porch during your smoke breaks mm-hmm. in the middle of the winter right. in Iowa. Right. As a train passes by, pondering what the name of the band is going to be. Right. Nobody wants to really talk about it because every time you do, you get in an argument. Right, 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 right. Uh, so we're going to help you out by verbing the noun and coming up with uh, your band name for you. I'm ready. I've got the nouns. I got the verbs. Okay, go ahead. Race. The phone. Eh. Race the phone. Okay. I didn't love it. You didn't love it? Compare. The concept. Yeah. It's alliterative. Yeah. One more, John. Okay, one more. I'm mixing up my uh, my nouns. Ready? Yes. Ooh, what a great verb. What is it? Ghost. The union. Yes. Oh. That's the one. Ghost the union. That is very Portugal the manny, you know. That's in that camp. Ghost the union. That's great. As always, viewers. Take it. Modify, scramble, do sure. whatever you want. Sure, it sure. could just be ghost union. Sure. Union ghost. Yeah. I think I could go Ghost the Union or Ghost Union. Either of those would yeah. be fine. And you know what? What? We have the word on the street about verb the noun. Oh, word on the street. Yeah, yeah. What's the word on the street? The word on the street is pretty positive. Okay, uh, lay it on me. The word on the street from Instagram viewer yeah. Gink and Gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that is, I love their name. Gink and Gasoline yeah. suggests Stop the Insanity. Oh, okay. So maybe that was telling us not to do it anymore? Oh, maybe. Or maybe that was just encouragement. Sure. Yeah. Our buddy Trickatronic. Yeah. High the Gain. That's a play on us. Moss Machina, Uh maybe it is. Suggests three things. Mm -hmm. Paint the carving. Mm Mm-hmm. Exam the watching. Mm Mm-hmm. And Posse's the grabbing. Maybe that's supposed to be possess and it's misspelled. I don't know. Possess the grabbing? Didn't we do carve the painting? The word on the street is that people are riffing. Right. And lastly, Ed, 
Kev Boyface. Kev or... Boyface has kicked a lot of comments in, and we appreciate it. Yeah, kill the great raven. Oh, God. <laughs> That's killer. I could see that in a very Swedish death cult kind of Yeah, I was going to say like, a, like That's very... Doomy? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... Super doomy. Say it again. What is that? Kill the great raven. <laughs> That's great. Where are it on the street? Boy, yep. you know that microphonic pickup, though, in yeah. all seriousness? Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool tone. Hit the particle. Very into it. What is today's color, Ed? It is a Red Panda Particle V2. I think we've done it before. We are revisiting. That's awesome, Ed. <laughs> yeah, that's a red panda particle. I've got a particle and a tensor, and they're both sort of in that granular world. These are the Detroit boys. Hell yeah. yeah. If it weren't so cold. Who told you it's cold? I, it's not cold. I don't know. Wear a sweater. Yeah. You'll be fine. I love sweaters. So when this was made, Ed. Yeah. This here DS2, this ES335. When was that made? Mid to late 60s. Okay. They also had a DS3, which had... Three pickups, yep, which yep, makes sense. Yep. They also had a DC-12. Okay. 12-string. Oh, nice. Uh, another thing, the tone and volume knobs on here are yeah. silver. Yeah. And to our contemporary eye, yeah. we think, oh, it's plastic. These are not. Metal. Metal knobs. You can feel it. These are substantial. Solid. Yeah, it's cool. It's got front back binding, neck binding. I took a flashlight to the body to see if there was any markings on the inside, and I couldn't see anything. Nothing. Did it look like there had once been a sticker in there? No, or? not real. Not that no. I could see. There's uh, a serial number on the back of the headstock, yep. but without some sort of yeah. database or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like any good pawn shop guitar, there's a couple of stickers that the pawn shop had on it. Yeah, you got to leave those there. Yeah. Uh, you know what the top of the line for Wilson was? No. It was called the Golden Arrow. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. it was the uh, same deal as this double cutaway. Okay, but the rotational switch. Yeah, no, there was one on each horn. horn. Okay, it was all gold hardware. Okay, it was advertised as being a stereo guitar, but for some reason it was not. <laughs> Advertising school. Yeah, I don't know how well it sold. Golden Arrow. The Golden Arrow. That's a good band name too. Yeah, here's some weirdness. Yeah, that comes with these guys. So in the 70s, they're still going. There's this guy in New York. His name is Maurice Lipsky. Oh, Maury. Out of New York. Out of New York. Yeah. Maury finds one of those uh, abandoned instrument manufacturing names that sure. it's popular to kind of revive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, people are doing that a lot these days. Let's find one that nobody's doing anything with and we'll buy the rights to the name. Right. Orpheum. Okay. They were a 19th century banjo company. Long since gone. Sure. So Maury's like, hey, I'll just uh, revive the Orpheum name. Okay. Because I want to make 
the violin basses and guitars, you know, like the Beatles play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just put them under the Orpheum name. Okay, that's settled. Who's going to make them? Yeah. I'll get the Wilson dudes to make them for me. And this is in the 70s, you said? Yeah, this okay. is in the 70s. Now, here's a weird part, I thought. He makes a guitar, and he makes a bass. Okay. Wilson makes them for him. Makes them under the Orpheum name. Yeah. Okay. The guitar is called a Starfire. Okay. Starfire 6. Okay. And the bass is called a Starfire Bass. Okay. The thing I can't figure out, Guild is making guitars called Starfires. Sure. How does that work? They don't give a shit. Maybe not. That's how that works. By 1971, Ed? Yeah. Now they got to do what everybody else is doing. Okay. And they got to start copying Gibson. What do you mean? Well, yeah. uh, Even more. Let me clarify. Yeah. The solid bodies. Yeah, okay. The Les Pauls and the SGs. Sure. You know, when you think about all the people that were copying Les Paul... Yeah. Guitars at that point. I wonder what made them specifically go after Ibanez. There were so many people doing it. You think Ibanez held the potential of having the most money? The Ibanez copies you see regularly. I've never seen uh, a Wilson Les Paul. I haven't I've either. never, you know. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe the production numbers were high enough that yeah. they felt threatened. Right. I think that makes more sense than pulling a name out of a hat. Official bitch boy? Yeah. Uh, about the Greco episode? <laughs> Official bitch boy? Yeah. Big fan? Yeah, big fan. Okay. He says, fuck yes, Greco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, word to you, official yeah. bitch boy. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. And okay. then uh, DCK dog. I don't know if that's supposed to be dick dog DC. or duck dog. Probably duck. Dick? Deck. Doc. Okay. Fakenbacher. Yes. Yeah. It was kind of a fake Rickenbacher, yep, so that, yep, yep, that makes yep. sense. Our friend Roll It, Take It. Okay. Bootleg Bacher. But he also says yeah. it sounded good. Yeah. Oh, Dick Dog is back. Oh. D- Liked the sound of it through the 1981 pedal. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, uh, and then caps that off in all caps and three exclamation points. Whoa. Rock. Oh. R-A-W-K. He didn't put the uh, metal hand emoji. No. No, no. metal hand emoji. Okay. Well, the, that's fine. The only emoji we've gotten lately yeah. is for our Kramer DMZ 2000 episode. Oh, sure. That was the aluminum yeah, 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 yeah. V headstock. Yeah. Uh, disegno, disegno, disegno blue. Disegno blue. <laughs> Wrote... Epic thumbs up emoji. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And then TDRS underscore 1998. <laughs> yes. What did he say? Never was a fan of those. The Kramer DMZ 2000. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Man, that guitar was like very high on my list. Underscore Chris Pot. Okay. Writes, I had a pawn shop DMZ when I was in Boston. Dropped EMGs in it. It was a funk howitzer. Whoa. Unfortunately, it got stolen from my car when I left it unattended for 10 minutes. Oh. Boston in the 80s, he says. Bummer. Who is this? Underscore Chris Pot. Chris Pot. Full disclosure? Yeah. I went to high school with Chris Pot. Oh, no kidding. In New Jersey. Hey, Chris Pot. And he's a hell of a bass player. Okay. We're sorry, Chris Pot. Jersey boy. Yeah. All right. Word on the street. Anyway. Yeah. Post-1971, 1972, when they mm-hmm. were doing their copy shit, yeah. they make a bold decision, Ed. Oh, God. The Wilson boys. I'm ready. Let's stop making guitars. That's bold. In fact, 
as a guitar company to stop making guitars, that feels bold to That's me. That's bold. And not only yes. that, but as Castel Fidardo dudes, yeah. let's not make any more accordions. Okay. I love where their head is I, at. I love this kind of out of the box. I don't know what uh, Quagliardi is thinking. Oh, I love it. I love it. Instead, yeah. let's make organs and compact keyboards. I don't think I hate it. 72, it's like just post all of those guitar companies merging. If something were going to happen with Wilson guitars, uh-huh. someone would have bought them. So I don't hate this thinking that they're doing. I've never seen one of their guitars. I've Maybe, never seen one of their know. organs or compact keyboards. Okay, touche. I can only guess it was a crashing success, though. Don't, <laughs> don't you figure? <laughs> sure. At least until 1981. Okay. Uh, when they just go out of business altogether. Fuck it. 81, what do you want? You want the butt. Sure. You know, I'm not even going to tune this again. Yeah, fuck it. That is Wilson. Okay, Wilson. That is Wilson in a nutshell. He founds the company in 1910? 21. 1921. As an accordion company. 21 to 81? They go out of business? Yes. 60-year run. That's not bad. If he was 10 when he founded the company, he'd be 109. I'm saying the guy's cool. You going to pre-dong this guy? I'm not going to pre-dong him. Okay. Yeah. If one of our viewers has any inside scoop on, what's this dude's name? Orlando Quagliardi. Anyone's got the inside scoop on old Doc Quagliardi, hit yeah. us up. Yeah. I'm not saying we won't dong him. I'll double dong this dude. Maybe if we're at Nam. Yeah. We'll just ask around, see if anybody's seen him. <laughs> Where he at? Yeah. We'll ask around. Yeah. Sure. That should just be our one question we ask everyone. Where Orlando at? <laughs> Speaking of talking. Yeah. We have been enjoying not talking about boner pills. Thanks to our uh, good friend, Jesse. Oh, sure. Over there at the Castro podcast app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that great? I love it. You can do a cool thing in Castro if you want to send someone, not the whole podcast, but like, here's a little sound bite that I thought was interesting. You can record just the section of it and send that. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. From within the app? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so you don't have to send them like, here, go listen to this whole episode. What other podcast app does that? None. Uh, it's the only one I know of. For the purpose of this promotional segment, yeah. none. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not certain if that's true, but let's just say none. Yeah. So our guy, Jake, gave us this guitar. Yes. To do the episode on. Is Jake a viewer? Oh, you kidding me? Of course. Yeah. Thank you, neighbor Jake. Neighbor Jake. Thank you, new Patreon subscriber, Kev. We love all our Patreon bangers. And if there's anything uh, we can do for you, yeah, Patreon viewers, yeah, let us know, man. Patreon.com slash the high gain. Yeah. You know, join yeah. the fun. And you can do all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of places to go to. You like Instagram? I love it. Twitter? I love it. Facebook? Eh. LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. Love it. Pinterest? Of course. Yeah. FedEx? Sure. We're at the high gain at all of those. Yeah. Except FedEx. Except FedEx. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the LinkedIn community is popping off. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, uh, leave an iTunes review. How much would we love that? Oh, so much it wouldn't even be funny. Yeah, we would love it. It really helps uh, boost us up. Yeah. Do it. It boosts us. Oh, 